Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts, and the format is conversation. We're having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So subscribe today. Take 20 minutes and hear from people living in your community who are making a difference in your community. It's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Hello, everyone. This is Jason Batalden, an assistant director here at Continuing Education Workforce Training. And this is Sweet Talk. And Paul, you're on the show today. Can yes. You- yes, I'm, I'm always on the show. Well, no, 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 no. We I, talked I, about this, right? We, you and I both recently <laughs> had little uh, um, hiatuses from the show. Hiatuses. We wouldn't, we, we wouldn't and cut our own solo albums. Yeah, I know. Uh, Cause yeah. sometimes work just gets in the way of the show. <laughs> That's right. So I like to think of it as Paul, each one are separate ways. We, uh-huh. cut, we cut our own solo album and they didn't do so well. Oh. And now they're, now we decided, well, we probably better as a team than we are by ourselves. Yeah. We, we, we are better as our Lennon and McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> we just couldn't make it happen all, all by ourselves. Yes. Um, but Hey, we've got an exciting uh, show today. Hey, um, real quick, Paul, though, I just want to throw out a reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, we're uh, by when this episode airs, uh, we will have three now episodes of the series uh, podcasting by. <laughs> See, I know. Yes. So a podcast yes. about podcasting by podcasters. That's correct. And episode three will uh, remember we post on the last Friday of every month. And so we want to make sure that if you've been following that series, be sure to, to catch in and check in and get that third episode in. Um, because uh, like, you know, Paul, we talk about, we we're into our third season here at Sweet Talk and we've been nothing but learning how to do podcasts from day one and the learning has never stopped, but uh, yeah, um, hopefully, we're hoping hopefully, to share some of it. Right? Yeah. Hopefully we can cut down some of other people's learning curve that, the, that we had. So, yes, right. And speaking of learning curve and speaking of learning on the job, hey, that was a good segue. Was it? Yeah, was it? I, that was is. It? Yes. No, no, that was good. <laughs> speaking of learning on the job, learning. There we go. We have a really cool uh, guest on the show today. Um, her name is Emily Josman, and she is the associate director at the Career Center here on ISU. And uh, the reason we're talking to her today specifically is because of the career path intern and uh, internship program here at ISU. And Paul, we we have a bunch, but I got to say the magic word before we talk anymore. And that magic word is welcome. welcome. That's right. So Emily, welcome to the show. Please introduce yourself to, uh, to introduce yourself. I'll introduce myself to the invisible audience that I can feel. Very, very soon. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. I, as he mentioned, I'm Emily Josman. I work at the ISU Career Center and help manage the Career Path Internship Program. 
I like puppies. I uh, <laughs> am a tourist and long walks on the beach. There you go. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I help students get professional experience while they're in school and figure out what they want to do or what they don't want to do. Um, and I've been at this, well, I've been in the career center for five years. Um, really like my job, really like being able to help people, you know, figure themselves out make a difference um not just selling widgets by the, the thousands or whatnot sure right. Um, <laughs> right yeah and um i don't know how in-depth you want me to get i can i can go well can... well uh i maybe a little more context is um our department um actually takes in quite a few uh cpis from your program um and the reason we do that is because uh, our department is a non-credit department and some are, are, we're not, we don't have all the access to the university resources. So we have to kind of create our own resources. Um, that means, you know, we have to do our own marketing. We have to do our own uh, creating of substances. Um, we have to make our, you know, put together a entire program sometimes. And uh, a lot of the students from the CPI are in um, pro, you know, are going to school in programs that, you know, can give us aid and we can give them some actual practical experience. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know that you guys had some really, um, well, on one hand, excellent interns, but then also excellent opportunities for the internships as well. Um, so, so we like seeing you guys take our CPIs and mold them and give them that experience. And I mean, it's kind of a win-win situation where I was just on interns get great experience, um, you know, build their professional resumes. I, I was, yeah, I was just thinking that it's a win-win. I mean, uh, I, we've had quite a few um, uh, CPIs over the, over uh, last five, six years. And uh, every one of them has shined and added valuable um, productive resource or um, input to our programs. Um, in fact, to be perfectly honest with you, it'd be hard for us to do what we do without the CPI program. Yep. And we, we hear that a lot, you know, yep. we, we hear that. And it's, I mean, it's great because students bring in that breath of fresh air and that energy and, um, you know, and they, they gain that confidence of like, oh, this is real world work. This isn't just a project that we're playing make-believe. It's, it's real and it, it builds up that confidence. Um, and, you guys can get extra stuff done, you know. Right. right. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Paul. Well, uh, I just uh, I know that we give do we do give them uh, real world experience or real work experience, and um, we actually take them on. And many in many cases, our CPIs become part of our team. Uh, they will attend our team, you know, our meetings to discuss pro upcoming projects. And we look at their input, not just the work that they do, but the actual ideas that they can bring to the, the table as, uh, as incredibly valuable. Yeah, definitely. And the, I know, so the last episode that you guys had, you had one of your um, past, was it, was it a CPI? Was she yes, one? yes, okay. she was. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there, it's, a, it's amazing what I shouldn't say it's amazing because our students, I know that they're bright, they're ready to go. But when you can take a step back and look at how much one student can add to an organization or a department or an office, it's, it's pretty incredible. And it's cool. I mean, that's like part of 
why I like my job is I can get those warm and fuzzies of like, wow, we're doing some really cool stuff here. Yeah. And, and you know, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, Jason and I are two older guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, to bring the CPIs in, we, it gives us a really new, uh, fresher experience, um, perspective on, on everything that, that we, that we work on and that we do, um, right. stuff that we, we may not have even considered, um, they, you know, the, the CPIs can bring those, their ideas to the table and also be able to implement those ideas and help us create wonderful things. Yeah. Right on. And- yeah, and technology. We have and, we have a marketing intern for the career center, and it's like, you know how to do that? And I, I mean, I don't. I, every year I'm feeling older, but I still am like I'm young, I'm hip. But <laughs> technology wise, I'm, right. I'm way out of the loop. Right. I, there's no way I'm that young or that hip, right? No matter, <laughs> there's no way I can keep up with it. You know, Emily, I we do. We I guess the, the just to put a little note, we love our uh, CPIs, and I mean that in the just in the purest sense, because when they leave, we are very sad to see them go. Um, and, and that's how integral part. But with that being said, we're not the only department, nor are, is uh, even working on college pro, uh, programs or departments, the, the primary goal is CPI program. So, you know, especially for us, because we, you know, we love CPIs, but we only know what they do for us. So yeah. can you broaden our understanding a little bit of this program? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, this, we're in the 11th year of the program um, and haven't done a tally within the last few months, but so this just, we're ending the fiscal year right now. So um, if we look at how many internships have happened just this past year, so July 1st to June 30th, we're at 917 internships this year. Um, and that is with 872 students. So sometimes students have project-based shorter internships and they'll do more than one. Oh yeah. Uh, so, you know, 900 to a thousand internships a year is what we've, we've been hitting the last four years. I think we're at 70, over 7,500 internships total in that 11 year span. So lots of experiences that are happening um, to a, a really wide variety of our students. We work, there's opportunities um, both on campus and off campus. So ISU departments, working with faculty, working with our research institutions, um, lots, lots of things happening on campus, but then we also have off-campus opportunities. So um, let's see, I have my notes here, so I'm not, I don't wanna misspeak on, on my data that I've been collecting all year. Um, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, the yeah. data that I'm in charge of. So uh, 160 <laughs> off-campus internships right now, 91 different organizations within the state of Idaho. Um, the, the broad majority are in the Pocatello area, but we have in our satellite um, campuses and in those communities, Idaho Falls, Meridian, Boise, we do have internships. We had one, uh, I think our first one in Twin Falls this past year was an education off-campus um, internship. So we're always, we're really trying to grow that off-campus side of things, but um, yeah. And then who's who's available? Anybody maybe who's listening who doesn't know um, right. the CPI program who, who qualifies? Uh, students can be freshmen all the way up to doctoral students. Um, we work with all the different programs and departments. The, the main thing that we look at is a uh, student has to be at least part-time uh, enrolled in part-time credits. They have to be in good academic standing. We don't want a student to, you know, overburden themselves if they're already having 
uh, difficulty being successful in their academic programs. Um, and then it needs to be career or major related. So, um, and, and when we say that, we, we're not you know, hard and fast, you can't do it because you know, this is a history internship and you're an English major. Like if you can connect the dots for us, then um, we're, we're flexible to that. So those are the big requirements for the program. Um, and yeah, we work with all colleges and, and programs and we see a lot of students get hired directly after their internships because they proved that they're excellent and smart and already trained on the job. And, um, you know, it's again, win-win. You, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, uh, I, the, our last previous, one of our previous podcasts was with uh, Brenna, who was a uh, marketing intern and she um, is working for what? Bank, Jason? Uh, DL Evans. DL Evans Bank. And oh. she said that she got her job. Part of the main reason they hired her was her real world experience that she got as an intern working with us. Yep. Yeah. So, and, yeah. I hear that a lot with uh, um, there's all these quote unquote entry level jobs that require work experience. But it's like, how, how does that happen if you don't, you know, if you're just starting in this entry? Um, doesn't make sense. So that's kind of like where we come in to fill that gap of you have this real world work experience you can put on your resume or help you, you know, get pulled up into the interview pool instead of. Right. Right. So we've kind of, you know, we've targeted why it's a real beneficial for the student, but um, is there, what are the benefits for an employer? Uh, Let's say somebody's listening to the podcast uh, and they uh, are looking for interns or would like to be, uh, what's the perk for them um, yeah. to get involved in this program? Yeah, well, I'm, you bring that up and I'm like, oh, I guess we, we didn't mention that all of our internships are paid. There, there's Nobody's working for free. Nobody's doing that um, internship that you see in the movies where you're picking <laughs> coffee and dry cleaning. Um, right. They, right. You know, you're, and you're doing it for free. Um, no, we, we pay all of our interns right now. If you're an undergrad, you get nine bucks an hour grad is 11 and doctoral is $13 an hour. So um, you're gaining that experience while, you know, being able to afford a little more ramen. Kind of. <laughs> and that, right, right. And that's, but that's being paid through the program, CPI yes. program. And that is, so the, yeah. The employer doesn't pick up that cost. Nope. So nope. that's, that's a definite benefit. Um, we pay for students. They can work up to 20 hours per week, assuming that funding has been made to that level, uh, available to that level. Um, so the organization, they can choose to supplement the wage if they want, but all, we have we have companies that do that, and we have companies that don't do that, and they just get the wage. Um, so yeah, we uh, we've had uh, uh, CPIs uh, that have stayed with us for a modicum of time, and uh, they do do good work um, and they deserve a raise, you know? Um, so, you know, we should kick in a little more so that they can appreciate, so we can show our appreciation for the hard work that they've done. So yes. we will supplement. Um, yeah. And we have, we have organizations that, you know, the, the great thing about our program is it's very large. We have a wide variety of internships that happen, but we are relatively flexible. We know that each internship is going to be um, special in its own, own way. And so like some organizations, they might kick in, you know, a couple dollars on top of the wages um, that we provide. 
or I mean, I've seen up to like $10 an hour. So you're like the students, you know, making almost 20 bucks an hour, which is great. Um, but we also have organizations that maybe they take the intern on through the CPI program for a semester or maybe two semesters, and then they graduate, quote unquote, graduate them into their own internal internship program, which generally those wages are higher as well. So it's kind of like a stepping stone, a, a try before you buy kind of thing. Um, sure. Yeah. yeah. Test, so, take it out for a test drive, folks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And I mean, it's great if you like the, the student and you've gotten a semester or two of work out of them and you can hire them straight off the bat. There's not the onboarding, there's not the, the interviews and all that, you know, red tape that can take time and money away from organizations. So it's a, it's a really cool program. So, so from my perspective, are there employers lining up at your door, demand, asking, begging, crying for interns? Do you, is that a yeah. problem? The problem you have, you have too many? Um, so the problem that we're seeing right now, and I don't know if it's, you know, post-pandemic or, or what is, we do have a lot of, especially off-campus positions open right now, and we just don't have students that are applying for Oh, we need to yeah. get the word out. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and that's before in past years, because we've been trying to grow off campus, um, we, we see the benefit of building that community partnership for the university as a whole as well. Um, we were having issues finding funding. Now, um, President Satterley is, you know, said, this is important. We want to do this. We'll, we'll find funding for this. Um, so we, we've gotten the funding. We've gotten organizations interested. And now it's like, where are the students? Where are they? But I, I, again, I think it is the pandemic. And I, I think once we get back, once we return in the fall, which knock wood, um, I, they'll probably see an increase in interest, interest mm-hmm. uh, in the CPI. How do program. you get the word out to them though? How do we let students know? You know, I mean, I, I know how we recruit, um, but I'm not sure that's, well, how do we, yeah, well, you know, wink, 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 nod, nod, you know, no, no, no. What I do is I reach out directly to uh, professors on campus um, that have uh, students, uh, you know, in their programs, uh, whatever college, college of business, uh, English department or whatever. And um, I have a nice little spiel I give them and a short little job description. And then I just, I beg and ask, can you please pass this to your students? And if any of them are interested, you know, come, come talk to me. And so I don't know if that's the way it's supposed to be, but well, I figure what I do at that point is I'm kind of eliminating the, the worry about whether or not this, the student would qualify for the job we're looking to place them in because I'm asking for um, applicants from a specific field of study that I already know qualifies. Well, and I, I did the same thing today. I reached out to a department head in the media department uh, program because I need an, a, someone to an intern for editing. Um, so I called the media program directly and say, Hey, do you have a student who might be interested in an internship? Mm-hmm. Um, again, because I know that they'll qualify because they're in, in that program. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's totally fine. Like that's word of mouth and reaching out directly to departments happens all the time. We, I have double checked with HR. They said that's completely fine for student employment. Um, you don't have to post it. There's there's no requirement, or it has to be open for a certain amount of time. Um, we get the word out through. So we have Handshake, which mm-hmm. is an online job posting site. Um, outside organizations and departments within ISU can post on that. You have to create a, a profile. Um, you have to have like a website. It has we we do a little bit of like 
not a little bit. We make sure that they're legitimate job postings also. Sure. Um, so Handshake on our website, we also um, under this students. So if you go to the Career Center's website and you go to CPI and you look under students, we have a list of open positions. Um, some of those already are, are on Handshake, but some of the off-campus positions, they would prefer that we liaise between them and they, they don't want to fill out the Handshake position for whatever reason. Um, so right now we have, I think, about 30 open positions for off-campus internships that are available. So anyone listening that's interested, check it out. Come, we, We'd love to see you guys um, come and join the CPI team or family or whatever you want to call it. Or even yeah. take advantage of the opportunity. I mean, I think, I think what, at least how I know Paul and I approach it as well as the other uh, uh, coordinators in our, in our department is, I mean, it's an opportunity. It's, it's not only an opportunity for us to uh, find help in doing what we're doing, but um, it's an opportunity to help that student um, have an experience that, you know, is positive and encouraging and, and gives them a kind of a true taste of what's going on. So, um, you know, it is, we'd love, you know, I think just get that message out to students, please take advantage of this opportunity. Uh, yeah. And there's, please. I mean, we've had like the, the city of Pocatello um, was looking for an intern to go around and identify trees in, in the city. You know, <laughs> yeah. like how cool is that? Like you would get yeah. a car to drive around and you go and look at trees and you get paid. Like, oh, I, yeah. I can like, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, is it a part-time uh, weekends kind of job? Because that might be fun. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> you know, um, with my interns, I, I, I approach it as, you know, it is a learning env environment for the real world. So not only do I uh, have them work on projects, but I also try to teach them a little about being a team member in a business organization and how you should approach, you know, when you're a working environment and try to instill some of those real world soft skills mm -hmm. in the, in a real work setting. Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the uh, career readiness competencies that, us at the Career Center, you know, you want to build leadership, you want to build teamwork, communication, uh, understanding of like diverse populations, that kind of stuff. So yeah. yes, you get the hard skills, um, you know, the career relatedness, and then all those small minute tricks and even like confidence um, comes from internships that you're not that's not the main goal that you're setting out, but it's a, it's an added benefit. That it, is. It, it is. Now um, a quick, quick little story. Um, years ago, I had a young gentleman who worked for me. He was actually in a business major and I took him on as an, an, uh, an editing intern because right nowadays, almost any career you go, you can say you're going to run into video production at some point. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, he worked for me for a semester um, and he enjoyed the editing so much. He changed his major. Mm, yes. Um, and, well, uh, and, then, and then he helped us put together the podcast. Yeah. And then when he graduated, he went and started his own podcast. So um, we were just, we just liked that guy so much. And we were just really cool that he had that opportunity to, to kind of do that. Yes. Mm -hmm. He was uh Shiroj. Shiroj. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, yes. He's lovely. He's He's he, he he's such a good he's such a good I, I say kid you know they're the 20 and I, I say kid it is but he's uh was so 
he was such a um, help and he's such a kind hearted individual. Um, and I worry because, uh, you know, he changed his major based on being an intern for me. And I always go, if he winds up homeless on the street, it's my fault. <laughs> it's your fault, Paul. It's all your fault. You encouraged a kid to chase his dreams and then he fell, fell flat on his face. You know, if you haven't figured it out, Emily, we we uh, really are proud of our uh, career path interns. We we really do. We've had great experiences with them. Um, you know, we, uh, I don't know also what kind of preparation, uh, you guys do there at the career center to help students as they prepare for those career path interns. Um, and I know we kind of ran out of time there with the timer going off and all, but, you know, I will just say that we, we have never run into, uh, an issue, um, of those horror stories you hear about, you know, the modern day younger workforce. Um, yes, there's always things you have to address, you know, professionalism and how to respond and be a part of the team and, and communicate and work, but it's never been um, as a result of, um, you know, it's always been just as any intern, this is how things are look different in a professional environment versus an educational environment. And so we love our interns. We we're really proud of them. Um, you kind of heard from our, previous podcasts that we we like to follow up on them and stalk them a little bit and ask them how <laughs> they're doing so yeah well, yeah. healthy stalking, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, should probably, I shouldn't have said that aloud, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't well, the, I wasn't what I meant, but we do. We do keep tabs on them. You know, we love it when we hear from them and hear how they're doing. So. Well, all I can say is um, having interns, and we've had them for a number of years now. If you're an organization and you're out there and uh, you're looking to help develop the skills and also benefit from some help, uh, the CPI program is absolutely wonderful, and you should uh, check it out. And how do they get a hold of you, Emily? So we, if you're interested in uh, applying to, to work at the program, we have an online application on the isu.edu slash career. And then on the left-hand side, there's a CPI program link. Uh, okay. And that will link you to the application. And if you can't find it, Emily Jawsman at isu.edu. My last name is spelled kind of strange. So just go to the career center. You can find me um, okay. there. Very good. So. Very good. And, and uh, so, and Emily, we'll, we'll include some links on our descriptions there if, uh, so that they get them so they can find it on uh, where they're looking at. So um, Paul, we, this was a, or Emily, this was a great conversation. Thank you. Um, and uh, we, you know, we, and Paul, we do, we love our CPI. So it's fun just to kind of talk about what we do and, and uh, the opportunities we can have, they give us and the opportunities we can provide with them. So, and if you're interested in learning more about what we do here at uh, Continuing Education Workforce Training, you can email us, get a hold of us at cetrain.isu.edu. Um, that's our website. Um, you can also email us at cetrain um, at isu.edu. Did I say that already? Yeah, no, no. It's a, you're replacing the dot with an at. Yeah, that's right, right? <laughs> yeah. I did it right. Yes. So Emily, you, we've only done 120 episodes and I just barely got the, here comes the big test. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the big test. If I can get the phone number right, then I, we've made it through a podcast successfully. And, or you can call us at 208-282-3372. And that's 208-32. Never mind. <laughs> just <laughs> listen to the one. first one. Just go with the first one. Uh, thank you for being on the show, Emily. Yeah, yes. Thank you so much. Really fun. Thank, thank you. Guys.